Hey, this is Red Band, and you're listening to the Death Squad Podcast Network. This episode and every episode of Kill Tony can be found at DeathSquad.tv. All our merch can be found for Kill Tony at KillMerch.com. Tony's on a brand new tour. He's going all over the place. So check out TonyHinchcliffe.com for everything Golden Pony. And last but not least, don't forget I have a new comedy club called The Sunset Strip. We have a bi-weekly show with the Kill Tony Band. And the secret show is every single Thursday. Get tickets at sunsetstripatx.com. And now a brand new episode of Kill Tony. Hey, y'all. The holidays are right around the corner. Save yourself some time and stress with HelloFresh and get everything you need to cook up tasty meals right to your door. Use code KTSHOWFREE for free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash KTSHOWFREE. That's one breakfast item per box while subscription is active. HelloFresh.com slash KTSHOWFREE. Code K-T-S-H-O-W-F-R-E-E. HelloFresh. America's number one meal kit. For a brand new episode of Kill Tony, give it up for Tony Hitchcliffe! <laughs> Who's ready for the best fucking night of their lives tonight, huh? <laughs> Fuck, yes! Make some noise for Red Band, everybody! Hi. Oh yeah, you're in it now. It's the number one live podcast in the world, Kill Tony, brought to you by Gel Blaster, Red Rose, Yellow Rose, Austin Security Guard Service, Connect Mobile Health, get an IV drip, ninjabuses.com, Hall Law Firm, and a special shout out to the best golf clubs in the world, sub 70s. I mean, unfucking believable how great these golf clubs are. If anybody knows anything about golf, you know that this is a crazy promotion because they're literally the best golf clubs in the world, sub 70s. So did you just get out. those golf clubs? I did, I did. I just got the golf clubs <laughs> and uh, that's it. Now I got them and it's unbelievable. Even I am a great golfer now, thanks to sub 70s. And I just started golfing a couple of years ago, so it's, a, it's an incredible treat. How about a hand for the best damn band in the land, huh? Come on. You guys don't know. Those of you that just listen or watch the podcast, what this room goes through for 30 minutes before this fucking show is absolutely mind-blowing. The best musicians on planet Earth. That's Michael Gonzalez on the drums. Paul Diemer 
on the horns. Matt Muling on the electric guitar. The great John Dees on the keys. And this right here is D Madness on the bass guitar. You know, having a band on a live podcast is something that only we started uh, almost a decade ago with the great, you know, there's been such an evolution. Pat Reagan, uh, Jeremiah Watkins, Joel Jimenez, so many greats. And another special treat joining us tonight, the return of one of the greatest band members of all time. Make some noise for the great and powerful Jet Ski Jesse Johnson, everybody. Oh, shit. Rum, 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 rum. Jet Ski's very funny. And when she says something funny, everybody goes, rum, 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 rum. I think you guys get it. It's pretty easy. Before we start tonight's show, here's a little bit more from the amazing sponsors that made tonight's episode available for you here right now. everybody. When the holiday blues set in, therapy can give you a much-needed boost. And finding a therapist has never been easier with Talkspace. I'll tell you, we know a lot of comedians. We've had a lot of comedian friends over the last two decades that, uh, you know, have used therapy, have needed therapy. Talkspace is so convenient. You sign up online at Talkspace.com and get a personalized match with a provider. Typically, within 48 hours, the approval rating for this thing is out of control. Red band. And you can have virtual sessions with your licensed therapist from the comfort of your home. You can even send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace is covered by many employers and it's in network with most major insurance plans so you only have to pay a copay. Kill Tony listeners get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash Tony. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Tony to get $80 off your first month and support the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tony. Hey, everybody, give yourself the gift that comes every month with the Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. It shows up at your doorstep each and every month, so there will always be something to cheer you up when you need it. Each Box of Awesome is filled with carefully chosen gear from the best brands around the world. Whether you're into cooking, camping, or getting cozy, there's a box for you. I love Bespoke Post. I love my Box of Awesome. I've got knives, hot sauces, you name it, bags that I use to travel all around the world. Red Band? I just got one of my favorite favorite new hats. Getting started is so easy. Just take a quick quiz at boxofawesome.com and your answers will reveal the box you'll love the most. That's right. Each box is valued at $70, but you only pay a fraction of that price. Plus, with each box of awesome, you're supporting small businesses. 90% of everything that comes in your box of awesome is from a small up-and-coming brand. Get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter the code KILLTONY at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com. Code KILLTONY for 20% off your first box. Box of awesome.com code kill tony hey y'all before you buy those concert tickets off that stranger from craigslist you need to check out game time game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music and comedy near you they have killer deals on last minute tickets and a best price guarantee so you can relax and focus on having fun i gotta tell you i mean it is just unbelievable 
Red Band. Oh, man, I think I'm going to go check out Lil Wayne this Ooh, week. Wee. Yeah, you got nothing else to do. <laughs> That's right. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event and exclusive flash deals you won't find anywhere else. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's the Game Time guarantee. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code KILLTONY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code KILLTONY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Ho, ho, hoes! Listen up. Put smooth balls on your Christmas list. This holiday season, Manscaped's new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra has everything you need to make your package look awesome. It comes with the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra Body Trimmer, their Weed Whacker 2.0 Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, their Crop Soother Aftershave Lotion, and Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. I'm telling you, my whole tree is decorated from the top to the bottom. They're also throwing in two free gifts, super comfy boxers, and a travel bag to store your stuff if you know what i'm talking about red man oh i use the ball deodorant as regular deodorant today tony mm. the lawnmower 5.0 ultra truly does it all and it comes with two blade heads a standard trimmer blade and a foil blade for a super smooth finish it's even waterproof so you can literally shave anywhere whoa this performance package has everything you need to shape up look and feel and smell i'm amazing. shaving my balls right now as we speak y'all oh. oh, it's beautiful here taste it get 20 percent off and free shipping with the code kill tony at manscape.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscape.com and use code you guessed it kill tony you guys ready to start tonight's show no no you gotta do better than that you guys ready to start tonight's fucking show or what there it is there it is Ladies and gentlemen, I love tonight's guests. Make some noise for two of my favorite comedians on planet Earth, Steve-O and Adrian Iapolucci. Oh, shit, motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. Steve-O. Adrian Iapolucci. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck, yes. Back in the cockpit again with the great Steve-O. Bucket List, the newest special worldwide digital premiere tomorrow night, November 14th. Welcome, Steve-O. Thank you. Um, you were just kidding about Dr. Drew. It's a lookalike. Yeah, it is a lookalike. Okay, yeah. So I was like, if that fucking asshole is here, man. Like, you have a history with Dr. Drew? I love Dr. Drew. <laughs> He's my bro. I got a joke about him in my, my new bucket list special. Oh, you do? Yeah, I reached out to him. I said, hey, Dr. Drew, I found this guy who's willing to put a four-inch needle into my spine and inject a drug into my spinal cavity to render me paralyzed while I'm in a full sprint. <laughs> yeah. And Drew said, wow, do I hate that idea. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Steve-O is fucking doing his own goddamn tricks and fucking, I don't even know what we call it, Steve-O shit to a whole new fucking level. I watched the intro to this uh, to this special, this and my multimedia. mind... multimedia. 
it, comedy special. Multimedia comedy special. Yes, absolutely. It's more special than a normal special. It's fucking so special. It's so special. <laughs> I might, it's so special. I might give it a golden ticket to perform every time. We have a bunch of handicapped people that win golden tickets. <laughs> um, can I tell them about how it starts? Dude, go for it. So fucking, he's. Wait, I mean, how do I even describe it? Bill well, Burr is. Yeah. I, I wanted to make it an elaborate, big deal opening sequence. We yeah. always want to do that. So I thought, it's got to be how I get to the theater. Maybe I can start out on a rooftop where a huge helicopter like hovers above me, drops a rope ladder. I grab the rope ladder, and the helicopter just flies off with me hanging on by my bare hands and like throws me... It, dunks me into a lake and then now I'm all wet and then through the electrical wires and like bye and then I drop off the rope ladder onto the roof of the moving tour bus which delivers me to the theater and Bill Burr is flying the helicopter the entire time so it's fucking epic as hell make some noise for her first time on the panel here on Kill Tony the great Adrian Iapellucci everybody The Dark Queen of New York Comedy, taping her special at the Comedy Cellar December 3rd and 4th. Epic times this weekend here, hanging out. Adrian, how you doing? I'm good. I love it. So excited all these people know who I am. Yes. This is a true (laughs) debut, an introduction to the Kill Tony universe. We're going to have fun tonight. Over 200 innocent souls signed up for the chance to hopefully get their name pulled out of this bucket. That is how things are going. They are stuffed into a bar next door, waiting, hopefully, hoping, hoping that someone comes over and yells their name. They run through the back to the backstage area where they wait nervously. And then I call them up. They get 60 seconds of stand-up time uninterrupted. You know their time is up and you're the sound of a kitten. That means they have to wrap it up then or else they bring out the angry West Hollywood bear. And then I interview them. We find out more about them with our esteemed panel. You guys ready to start the fucking show? Well, you guys know how it works. I'm going to pre-pull a name out of this bucket, and, um, and we're going to grab them. While that is happening, I'm going to introduce your first comedian doing a minute tonight. He's a regular on the show, and he has been for now, uh, what, two and a half years? Went from living in his van to absolutely being a superstar. Sells out every single weekend, adding shows to his sold-out headlining weekends. The kid is a full, bona fide, successful comedian. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another brand new minute from the great Hans Kim, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I recently went to a strip club in Atlanta, or as I like to call it, a black box theater. (laughs) And my girlfriend got mad at me because I followed all the strippers on Instagram. She doesn't like it when I follow Instagram models. She makes me unfollow them, which I think is the wrong move because now I don't get to watch them grow old and ugly. They stay young and fresh in my mind forever. Unlike her. (laughs) 
Hey, if I'm supposed to call midgets little people, then what am I supposed to call Mexicans? <laughs> All right, thank you. Wow, another new minute from Hans Kim, everybody. Absolutely doing it again. Red Band and I both very impressed at your unfollow Instagram joke. Thank you, Tony. I maybe should have saved that one for later, but, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that I did it. You're talking about your upcoming arena My battle upcoming versus battle, yes. Rick Diaz? Against Rick Diaz, but no, I'm glad that I did it. Got it out of my system. My girlfriend will watch it one week from now. Um, and it should, it should be fine. <laughs> Does she get mad at you for all the stuff you say on here? She, I blocked Kill Tony on her YouTube. Uh, <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it doesn't show up anymore. Wow. And you think she doesn't have a way of going and finding it? <laughs> I don't think she wants to go out of her way to be sad. <laughs> Very interesting. But she knew you before she met you. She knew what she was getting into. She was attracted to you from this show. Yes. And now she can't handle it. Yeah, you know, like Patrice O'Neill said, the fisher, you get the fish, and then the fish is like, why do you, why do you have a fishing pole? Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no. I think Patrice O'Neill probably said it a little better than that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Way to misquote one of the greats. <laughs> all right, Should have right. stayed alive. Whoa! Yikes! Wow! So let's talk about this uh, Atlanta strip club a little bit. Um, what happened there? Did you get a lap dance? It was a totally made-up story just to do some racism. Wow! Look at that! Just to do some racism, everybody. Not, not just to do some racist jokes. He's being very honest. Just to do some racism. Not to do racial jokes, not to do jokes, to do racism. <laughs> I love it. This is the Hans Kim we've grown to know and love. Yes. Truly racist because he can get away with it. Yes. I mean, I'm not racist. I just enjoy it a little too much, but... <laughs> like, like you if, you, if you're attracted to children, but you don't fuck children, you're not a pedophile. You know? This is another, there's a lot of fucking, a lot of TikTok clips coming out of this set tonight. Holy shit. Wow. Did George Carlin once say that? What, what great comedian, what great comedian's legacy are you tarnishing now? Oh my God. This is incredible, Hans. Absolutely amazing. Uh, what do you guys think about Hans Kim? Any words of uh, wisdom from uh, Steve-O or Adrian? Any, uh, any take can, can you explain the racist joke? I just didn't get it. Uh, the, <laughs> the black box, I mean, a box is a slang term for pussy. Right. And then uh, a black box theater is like a, a theatrical venue. Like, uh, you know, it's like a place where you watch Shakespeare and to ah. juxtapose that. It's where people perform when they start stand-up if they're not already worldwide famous, Steve-O. <laughs> right. uh, it's where, right. <laughs> if they're not a giant movie star and you start an art forum, you perform in a black box theater. So... That was a great joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. I showed my work. I'm an Asian. I do math. Uh. 
I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Adrian, any thoughts on Hans Kim? I like that you figured out a way to think about fucking kids. <laughs> Without fucking kids. Thank you. You really, you really are Asian. <laughs> it is true. It is figured true. Out, we all look out. like kids over there. That's true. <laughs> what did you just say? We all what? We all look like children over there, so. Oh, okay. All right, yes. <laughs> and also here. <laughs> yeah, everywhere we go. <laughs> Amazing. Hans Kim, you did it again. You got the show started. You're Thank a legend. You so much. Not an easy job to do, and you do it every fucking week. Hans Kim, everybody. There he goes. All right. I'm going to pull another name to wrangle while this person makes their, what I believe has to be their Kill Tony debut. Make some noise for Out of the Bucket. Now, this is the part where anything can happen. You guys kind of maybe get it, but we're about to meet this person together. Make some noise for Tyler Randall, everybody. Tyler Randall. An opportunity of a lifetime for Tyler Randall. Hey. My name's Tyler. I'm just kidding. Young call me daddy. <laughs> Have y'all ever choked on a dick? Well, I have not, because I don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> anyway, so my best friend had a baby, <laughs> and then an abortion, and then a baby, then an abortion, and I think she's finally done having kids now, but for a while there, her and God were just sending each other babies. So I started college again recently, and I'm a millennial, but most of my classmates are Gen Z. And now listen, I'm not saying I condone school shootings, <laughs> but I understand why they happen. <laughs> and I know I look like a spoiled rich white kid, but just like all of my black friend, my dad wasn't around. So there's one thing me and my friend had in common. Well, and we both called each other the N-words. They're really two things. I'm joking, joking. Okay, you could finish it. What was the end of that? I don't actually have a black friend. Ah, there you go. Okay, very funny, Tyler Randall. Very funny. Thank Unbelievable. You. No gag reflex, huh? <laughs> If you want to find out after the show. You know what? I think we just found our newest regular, everybody. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, all right. <laughs> you had George Michael loaded up already? Father Look at that. Figure. Wow, amazing. My, my, this is my dear son I've never told anybody about. <laughs> the apple doesn't fall far from the gay tree with you. Okay, that's enough. Jesus, we, we work into the sound effects. <laughs> Hot Fingers Red Band over here. <laughs> so, Tyler, let's talk about it. How long have you been doing stand-up? Um, I started in March. March. Okay. Fairly new. A few months of stand-up. Okay. What made you want to start? Um, stage fright. <laughs> okay. I wanted to get over it. I've kind of, like, always wanted a career in entertainment. So, I was like, oh, what better way than, like, exposure therapy? <laughs> okay. Very nice. Um... Clearly, uh, facing fears is a thing. You must also be afraid of getting AIDS. 
It appears as though you jumped right into the getting because AIDS. Because I said I would blow you. That's, I don't think that's how you get AIDS, by the way. Pretty sure you need an open wound on, inside of your butthole for that one. <laughs> but who's paying attention, you know what I mean? Not so much. <laughs> that's true. I study the art form very closely. So you started in March. When you say you wanted a life in entertainment, so you decided to face stage fright first, what type of entertainment are you talking about? Um, well, I started taking voice lessons like probably five years ago and acting lessons and then comedy and improv. So whatever happens. <laughs> How do you afford all these lessons? What do you do for a living? I do hair. I've been doing hair for almost 12 years. Okay. All right. What type of, uh, what's your specialty? Uh, balayage. So if anybody needs balayage, come see me. <laughs> wow, that is, somehow that is the gayest thing you've that? said up here. I have no idea what that means, but I, that was, that was gayer than admitting you don't have a gag reflex. I, didn't, I don't know what made me ask your specialty either, but like, that was fucking a balayage. Um, uh, is that like Napoleon Dynamite style? What is that? A little uh, input from Red Band there. <laughs> It just, it's just like a color that blends down from your natural into like blonde on the, it's like her hair, like her hair. Oh, oh you have oh. a little balayage. Oh, are you talking about yeah. roots? <laughs> okay, another, another one from no, Red roots. Band. No, roots, that's usually like. <laughs> yeah, now. Okay, <laughs> Red Band, very active early on in the episode. Here we go. Okay, so Tyler, let's talk about it. You make all this money doing hair, so you're kind of like a wildly successful hairstylist. I guess so. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm ready for something else. I've been doing it for a while, so. Okay, where do you see all this going? You've started in March, here you are on Kill Tony. What else, what, what are some big goals for you? Uh, I wanna move to New York. I just where started, do you live now? I live here. How long have you lived here? Eight years. Where are you originally from? I'm from West Texas, a little West, town called Brownwood. West Texas, yeah. so. <laughs> Oh, wow, this lady is from Brownwood. Wow, this is incredible. Wow, it's you were born in there. Brownwood. Brownwood is also what he has after he ass fucks somebody. Yeah, that's how you do it. That is how it's done. This is Kill Tony. Have you ever thought about that before? Brownwood in your, in your chocolatey deck? It's what I call my Indian friend. Oh. Okay, all right. Um, so, Tyler, very, very interesting. Steve, what do you think about this kid? He said that he admitted that he doesn't have a gag reflex. It was not an admission, that was a brag. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And what I want to know um, is what do you charge for uh... <laughs> For a balayage? <laughs> you can buy me a drink next door after the show. Whoa. Um, like when you do somebody's hair. You know, my, my, my lady, she'll get her hair done, and it'll be like some outrageously expensive shit, so. Um, it's usually between like three to six hundred. Six hundred, and that is for cutting? Yeah, like balayage, cut, color, yeah. Balayage. <laughs> it's what I do. Oh my goodness. Look at you. Now let me ask you this. What do your West Texas parents think about having someone so incredibly gay for a son? 
Are they like tough Texans? Because I'm looking at this lady right here, and she looks disappointed in you, and she's yeah. not even she's not even related to you. No, they're they're supportive, surprisingly, but yeah, they they like both own a ton of guns, and yeah, they're like small town Trump people, like probably most of this crowd. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> or big town Trump people, like most of this crowd. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, because a good economy and no wars was a good thing. Anyway, uh, no, I mean, no, I'm kidding. Totally joking, guys. No, let's not get political. Shut up. Anyway, 2024. Anyway, Steve-O. Can, can you, uh, could you do an impersonation of a not gay guy? Ooh, good fucking question. I love it. I've been doing one for 30 years. <laughs> Shut up, it's not that funny. It's hilarious. Let me see if I can do one. Um. <laughs> no, 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 you cannot. <laughs> God damn, that was perfect comedy right there. Oh my God. That um was incredible. I was just going to say, my name's Tony Hinchcliffe. Oh, you son of a bitch. You son of a... <laughs> if anybody wants a balayage after the show. <laughs> have you ever done a double balayage before? Are you asking for you and Steve? Oh, yeah, everything you say, it's just uh, you, uh, you're trying to fuck me. You're trying to fuck me here, Tyler. <laughs> Busted. You could buy me a drink after the show. No way. No way. No way. I haven't paid for a drink in Austin since I got here. It's not happening. It's not happening tonight. What is your drink? Semen. Oh, come on. Come on, it's too easy sometimes. Splash of blood. I'll have a cum teeny, please. Uh, I don't remember what I ordered at Mitzi's last time I came to the show, but oh yeah, they had some one really in the Mitzi, two in the Shitzi. You know what I'm saying, dude? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You're a wild boy. Uh, so let me ask you this. No gag reflex. Can you show us with your hands uh, the length and width of the largest penis that you've ever consumed? Like this microphone? Is it, was it shaped kind of cone-like like that? No bigger? Just Lady, shut the fuck up for the rest of the night. Control your, control your whatever that fucking thing is. <laughs> Just a big, long, brown shaft. Okay, it was a was it a black guy? Um, when you say brown, it could be multiple. Long brown yeah, shaft yeah. is also his Indian friend. I am long brown shaft. <laughs> Hell yeah, some of that chief beef, you know what I'm saying? Some of that fucking Comanche, you know what I mean? Some of that fucking. Some of that fucking brown river. Uh, okay, well, all right, that's enough. Um, anything else crazy we should know about you, Tyler, before letting you go? Adrian, what do you think about this guy? What do you think about your I little brother him. here? I, uh, think he, I think he's great. I love you, too. What I, if you want to stay in comedy or show business, what you need to do to take it to the next level is transition. 
<laughs> you have the joke, so you're so funny already. That would really put you over the edge. It is true. I was Jessica Rabbit for Halloween. That's a good oh, start. Shit. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit put the carrot in the wrong hole. You know what I'm saying? Daddy, daddy. Rabbit joke. I don't. Then you that. really make your parents proud. <laughs> <laughs> It is true. Being a normal gay guy is so 10 years ago. Uh, it's time to up it to the next level. You could be like, the, you could kind of have a Rhea Perlman look to you. You could pull <laughs> off something like that. A little bit of an old reference, but Red Band loves it. Um, Tyler, I'm going to give you a big joke book. You could Yay. shove this anywhere you want in your mouth, your butt, anything you want to do with it. There you go. And he can catch it. He caught it. Much like monkeypox, he caught it. <laughs> Make some noise for Tyler Randall, everybody. He's also leaving here with a gel blaster. You don't want to. You don't want to know where that's gonna end up. His butt. It's another stuff up his butt joke. All right. <laughs> pulled a, pulled another name out of the bucket. Make some noise for Kojak, everybody. It's Kojak. I'm Tyler's black friend. Hey, I'm black and I'm gay. <laughs> I know I look like uh, David Goggins if his sole motivation was to suck a marathon of cock. <laughs> Who's going to carry the cocks? <laughs> and my log. <laughs> Instead of killing them with kindness, show them how well you suck seed. Say hard. <laughs> Don't stop sucking dick when you're tired. Stop sucking dick when you're done. <laughs> Stay hard. <laughs> I woke up this morning, I ran 15 miles. A gay demon chased me for the first two. He got tired, I didn't. Stay hard. I'm black and I'm gay. I'll leave you guys with this. I'm black and I'm gay, hey, I didn't get HIV. I stole HIV. My name is Kojak. You guys are great. Kojak, ladies and gentlemen. And this episode is extra gay to start yes. here. This is absolutely yes. incredible. It's amazing. Two for two out of the bucket pulls. Um, D Madness is in hell right now, everybody. For those of you that don't know, D Madness is our senior homophobic correspondent. He is blind. And uh, he uh, has a, a, only one type of person he doesn't like, and it appears to be the gay men. Is that, is that fair to say, D? Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. That was amazing. Oh, that was amazing. Imagine, imagine how homophobic he'd be if he could see some of these faggots out here. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he smells your guys' dicks is the problem. That's why I answered the question the right way. That's right, D-Madness. Absolutely. You can do no wrong, D. You're absolutely killing. How about a hand for D-Madness, everybody? The man, the myth, the legend. So, Kojak, you've been on this show before, correct? That's right, that's right. That's how right. did it go last time? What happened? It went good. I... Uh, Got a hand job at the lake from a Nephew Laser. Nephew Laser. Yeah, I said it was a twink with a mullet. Oh, there was a kid, another kid with a mullet yeah. on the show. 
And you said he looked like Uncle Laser. Was it Uncle Laser? Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And he, and he gave you a hand job after the show? <laughs> no, at the lake. <laughs> right, but that was after the taping that you were on? Yeah, that's right. Okay, I'm just trying to understand what you're saying here. Uh, and he was on the same episode as you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Did you tell him that you were going to talk about him giving a hand job to you? Well, no. Look at that. You guys just uh, throw each other under the buses all the time. Absolutely. The back of the bus. There you go. Right. Absolutely. All right. I'm still black. Okay. Kojak, we got you. You're black and you're gay. <laughs> we pretty, pretty much get it at this point. Uh, how has your life changed since you were on the show? You've only been on once before. How long ago was that? That was about four months ago. Okay, so what's gone on since then? Oh, it was great. I've been getting shows. People know me. They call me. They say, hey, you're black and you're gay. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. Thank you. Thank that's you. really your branding. That's your thing. There's only one, baby. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot more than one. But it is incredible. <laughs> it is incredible. He literally wears anal beads around his neck. It is amazing. It takes a specific type of gay man to uh, rock... The end of it's red band. Last episode, you were doing the black and gay thing after every joke. Also, do you, is that your whole like fifteen minutes is just doing the black and gay stuff, or do you have any material that's nah, not about? I did you mostly being, David Goggins stuff. I mean, but how, also, how much? How much? How long of a set can you do? I've done like twenty minutes before. Okay, all right. I've done a few shows. Okay, absolutely, Kojak. Do you have any other special skills or talents that we haven't talked about before? Hmm. Uh, no, but I was thinking that. Uh, when I was 14, it's the first time I ever went to a stripper bar. A stripper bar? Yeah. A strip club? At 14, yeah. You're talking club. about a strip club? An actual stripper bar at 14, yeah. What's a stripper bar to you? <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Where are you from? I'm from Philly. Philly. And you went to a stripper bar? In West Philly. Okay. In the back of a liquor store. The back of a liquor store. When I was 14. There's strippers and it's a bar. Yeah, it was pretty ghetto. Not a club. Not a club. Was there a pole? No, no pole. No pole. Was no. there a stage? Yeah, two nasty bitches on stage. Okay. All right. Heineken bottles. Is that when you became gay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 14-year-olds should not be seeing that. What so I what saw. happened there? It was like a club full of, like, imagine like a club full of David Jollies and like two 14-year-old boys. And go ahead, boy, go in there. Get up to you. And he pushed us to the stage, to the front, and... The ladies were doing stuff. I don't know. They were putting Heineken bottles in each other's vagina. And I don't know. It kind of scarred me. And so I don't know. Nature versus nurture. I don't know if I was born gay or if that just scarred me towards Did you feel gay before that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. (laughs) That kind of really stamped it on there. Right. Okay. What's the gayest thing you've ever done? You're so excited to be gay and black. I'm going to ask what the blackest thing you've ever done is after this. But we'll start with gay. Gayest thing you've ever done before. Really think about it. Take a second to think about it. Uh, I played catch on a nude beach with my boyfriend in front of a couple hundred people. Okay, what, what type of catch? <laughs> what type of catch were you playing? Balls. That's, that's pretty gay. <laughs> Handball, football. We throw the football around. Okay, but to, naked football throwing. Trying to reclaim our youth, baby. Okay. So football's the most gay thing you've ever done? <laughs> I get a feeling throwing a football is also the blackest thing you've ever done. So I don't even think I need to ask the second question. What, 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 but let's go with it anyway. What do you think the blackest thing you've ever done is? Oh, I make a good uh, baked macaroni and cheese. Ooh. Black and cheese. Oh, For shit. For Thanksgiving. 
Wow. Look at You want to come over? Nope. <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm going to stick to my craft. <laughs> it's a mac and cheese joke right there. <laughs> Fucking out of nowhere. You got to sometimes you have... All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, Kojak. Uh, man, so much gay on this stage so far. You guys have anything for Kojak? Any thoughts or anything? Uh, if you didn't tell us that you were gay, I, I never would have guessed. Yeah, bro, I'm straight as fuck, bro. I'm straight as fuck, bro. Yeah, so... Is that it? Is that... The other hard. guy couldn't get straight either. Straight as fuck, bro. Like, you, you don't have any kind of an affect or, or anything like... And it's maybe not right, but... Could you do an impersonation of a gay guy? <laughs> That's a good question. That's a good question. Oh, shit. Do what, not what put that in your guy? mouth. <laughs> I saw the gay wheels turn in there. Gay wheels. <laughs> what is that song? Transformers? Like, oh my God. Like, hey. Like, I wasn't, I don't know if I was born gay or like, I don't know. I imagine if I was born gay, I'd be like in the womb and they would cut me up. I'm like, ew, get me out of here. It stinks in here. All right. That's terrible. I know. <laughs> Adrian, you have anything for coaching? I actually like the gay thing you just did better than your joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'll play up to the stereotypes. I, I really liked um, Don't Stop Sucking Dick When You're Tired, Stop When You're Done. That's that why, baby. Fantastic. Stay hard. Yeah. That's a good that was, to Keep that. Stay hard. There he goes, Kojak, everybody. Last time you were on, you got a little joke book? There you go. Use it. All right, I'm going to bring somebody up here to take all the gay out of the stage real quick. We're just going to sage it with an extremely straight man. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yes, the good old straight saging of a man that loves a vagina very much. He is an absolute star, famous with children and adults all around the world. Make some noise for the viral sensation. Kill Tony regular. This is Cam Patterson, everybody. <laughs> It's been, it's been gay as fuck so far, nigga. Goddamn. Uh, a lot of people know me now for the guy that likes rocks, and that's cool. But every time I do a set, somebody yells it out. So if you yell it out before I get to say it, I'm going to tell you something. This was real shit. I will stone the fuck out your ass. I'm tired of hearing it. Leave me the fuck alone about it, okay? Like, real shit, now that I got it out of the way, I can, I can go on with my set. I was walking down the street today, and a cop had seen me, and I was jaywalking. That's my favorite crime to commit. And I was jaywalking, the cop had seen me. He was like, hey, what's your name? I was like, what? He was like, what is your name? And listen, me and cops don't get along, so I was getting ready to run away, because uh, I was terrified. He kept going, what is your name? And I was like, what the fuck do you want? And then he went, do you like rocks? And I was just like, you should have started with that, bitch. And I was like, yeah, I do like rocks. And then he was like, you got some in your pocket? I said, yes. And then he arrested me. That's my time. Thank you guys so much. Boom. Exactly one minute. Cam Patterson. I yeah. love it. Talking about rocks. Yeah. It works. It works. What you're famous man. for, might as well fucking stretch it out a I bit. I don't want to talk about that shit, nigga. 
Absolutely. Yeah, I got a big one. This is it, huge. Somebody gave me this Whoa. shit. Whoa. Boom. Damn, I met a guy 10 minutes ago that could swallow that. <laughs> yeah, that nigga would get hell, dog. Yeah, dude. It's bad. You might have to keep that rock away from D-Madness. He might try to throw it at him or something yeah. like that. End up hitting an innocent, innocent audience member. <laughs> so, Cam, that's fun. How's life going? Tell us about it. Good, bro. I got clothes now. Uh, yeah. You see, I got clothes and shit. Nigga, I'm wearing clothes and shit, and I got shoes on. Yeah, man. I'm getting money for the first time in my life. I don't know what to do with it. I'm just buying dumb shit. Uh, yep. I'm having a good time, man. This is pretty cool. You that know what is man? what it's all about. You're making money. Might as well spend it. I do remember, I do believe it was only about three or four months ago. You're up here in a plain white T-shirt. Yep sweatpants and slides saying I'm never going to change and here you are it took no time at all uh, decked out polo full bodied suit complete hey. with tennis shoes like a fully grown adult I got that first theater check I'm like nah I'm done this is over yep. <laughs> yep we do live that life we are getting on a jet this week to go to Phoenix and yeah, San Diego crazy, living jet life with our wild Texas friends hell yeah I can't wait yep I'm gonna send a, I'm gonna send dumb video to my homeboy like nigga we in a jet fuck nigga we doing it yeah absolutely. we living life right now bitch fuck you that's not uh, yep. I'm having a good time and it is gonna be your first jet ride what are your expectations in this type of a uh, situation nigga what? I just hope we land that's all it is <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I hope is that we land that you know is the most important part there is no yeah. doubt about it uh huh and you bring me two white bitches on the jet that's what I want that's all yep. I ask two white bitches. Yep, well, there will be two white bitch types with you. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Does William and Hans count? <laughs> Hans ain't even white, nigga. That, that nigga Chinese, Vietnamese, and uh, <laughs> some other shit, ain't no? <laughs> <laughs> He's neither one of those things. <laughs> Korean! He's no Mies, that's right. There I go, I'm a genius, fuck you. Uh, that's right. I know what my nigga Hans is. A killer. You know what I'm saying? Fuck Rick Diaz. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> fuck Rick Diaz, nigga. The crowd. Be a real bitch. Fuck Rick Diaz. The crowd goes wild. The war between Hans and Rick Diaz is reigning supreme. People are taking sides. Nobody is on Rick Diaz's side. He's in Brussels right now having to just absorb all of this. Um, yeah, he a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Steve. You guys have seen uh, Cam Patterson before? This sensation, Steve-O, Adrian, any thoughts on Cam Patterson? Just do some racism. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did a little bit of it, a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah, that's a, uh, I think you're a really good-looking guy, great energy, um, you know. Thank you, I like your teeth. Thanks, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that bitch yeah. is cool as shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting it right here. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How much uh, do those teeth cost? Oh, my God. Which set? The ones you just Damn, took you out. got more? You got different like ones well, that come yeah, out? I've been through, like, I've been through teeth. I got... Hell, 
what's like it's the... a fucking disaster, man. My my whole body is a fucking disaster. I can only that, imagine you yeah. do you do wild shit, nigga. Yeah. And... You like you like the most extreme white man of all time, dog. Oh, you know thanks, that, right? Man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Real shit. This Real is shit. true. Thanks, man. And you so... have not seen extreme until you see Bucket List uh, making its worldwide digital premiere tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely <laughs> wild. But seriously, how much do you think just on teeth alone, if you had to guess, how many balayages could you buy? For, uh... Wow, with all the money I made stapling my balayage to my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about your balls? Yeah. He did that. Uh, he did that. Yeah, drop in the bucket, baby. Yeah. That's crazy, nigga. Yeah. So what are you going to Phoenix for? It's a gig. With him. Or... With him. Yeah. yeah. He taking yeah. me. nigga taking oh. me everywhere. You going on oh. the, the fully grown tour? Yeah. yeah. He takes me where, everywhere with him. That's where he goes to go do racism. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we go. all go to go do racism. Yeah. <laughs> I lock up phones and we do some racism in different cities. It's people pay money yeah. for it and it's working out just fine. Uh, yeah, we have added we're... shows to the 2024 stretch in Portland and Boston. Very, very liberal cities, it seems. Yeah, yeah. So very excited of having uh, very, very uh, different jokes in their cities. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Congrats, yeah. man! Thank I you, like bro. that. Thank you so I much. Like yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been a trip, bro. I really enjoy it. Thank y'all so much and all that shit, Tony. Yeah. I see. I get to see seasons for the first time because of Tony. That shit was crazy, nigga. That's true. Real shit. That's I see, like, yeah, the leaves change. I ain't never seen that shit before, dog. He was. It was pretty wild. Philly, Youngstown, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit was cool as fuck, bro. Yeah. Yeah, life is dope. You're going to see New York City December 1st. That's going to yeah. be fucking a snowy little winter wonderland. <laughs> yeah, have you been around show snow? Added there. No, I ain't never seen snow. Oh, yet. shit. You've never seen snow before. Uh-uh. Wow. You're going to love it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Am I? Black people love snow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I think you lied to me. Yeah. You can't drown in the <laughs> snow. Yeah. You could stand on it and throw it. Yeah. This nigga D-Man said, I never seen snow. This nigga. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That is true. You feel it, though. Cam, you're an absolute star. You're fucking unbelievable. Your trajectory is wild. Perhaps Thanks. one of the strongest uh, regulars in the history of the show. We fucking love you. Love you, man. Cam Patterson, ladies and gentlemen. He's done it again. All right, pulled another name out of the bucket. Make some noise, we're gonna meet them all together. Brent Reed, everybody. Brent Reed is next on Kill Tony. Brent Reed. Hey. I just moved here from Alabama, which surprises people because I look like Rachel Maddow's Bitmoji. Hell yeah. Called my dad today. I was like, hey, man, how's it going? He goes, brother, if I was any better, I'd be twins. Can someone here explain to me what the fuck that means? <laughs> and my favorite one growing up, he'd, redneck dad's talking riddles. My favorite one growing up, he'd be working on something. I'd give him advice. He'd go, Brent, I'm the one fucking this pig. You're the one holding it down. You ever heard that one? It's like, all right, well, I'm six. <laughs> you just taught me bestiality, non-consensual sex, and metaphor all in one swoop. Getting adjusted. I'm getting adjusted to Austin. Had my first tarot card reading. Anybody here worship the devil? 
Yeah, tarot card readings are fun because sometimes you get tired of hearing about why you're sad from a licensed therapist, you know? Sometimes you need to hear it from a charismatic 19-year-old witch. Somebody with some real credibility. My girlfriend's into that stuff. She's into tarot. She's into astrology. I'm more realistic. I'm into things like professional wrestling. <laughs> Think I'm running out of time? I was talking to a lady recently. She told me skinny guys have big dicks. You guys ever heard that? That's how I found out. All right. Well, fuck me. All right. There you go. Uh, right. what, what was that joke going to be? Hey. What was that joke going to be? Oh, uh, it, we're at a wrestling match. She says, uh, she leans over. She goes, hey, you know this shit is fake, right? I go, hey, you know astrology is fake. It ends with a line. She says, uh, oh, this was a long setup, yeah. dude. It was Just too forget much. It, forget it. I don't even it's want to. It's a good know. bit. No, 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 it is. It was, it was too, it was too it long. Is. I don't all right. think it is. Yeah. I'll just, all right. That's fair. All right. How's it going? So, welcome, Brent. First Thank time you. on the show? Second. Okay. When was the other one? Uh, like six months ago? Here. Yeah. Right. How did that go? Uh, about the same. Okay. Yeah. And you moved here since then, or have you been here? Yeah, I've been here for eight months. Eight months. And what made yeah. you move here exactly? Uh, comedy, yeah. I, uh, I did comedy for four years in Huntsville, uh -huh. and then uh, in Alabama, and then moved here to uh, further pursue it. It's been going better than it is right now. Right. That's been... Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. Lady, this fucking bitch in the front, you are the absolutely the worst. You have to stop making that noise. It's driving me absolutely fucking insane. Are you cool? Can you not make that fuck? What? It's horrible. You got it? I don't care if you don't enjoy yourself for the rest of the night. You need to shut the fuck up. You're horrible. If you do it again, we're switching you out. And you should know better. You come here all the time and you brought this fucking freak with you. It's so annoying. This is a live show. It's annoying. You guys are in the front. It's fucking horrible. You're so annoying. You're terrible. It's so rare that I hate someone in the audience so much, but you have figured out a way to fucking penetrate everything that I hate about an audience. It's unbelievable. I know her, actually. Really? Yeah, she's friends with my friend Heath. Oh, Heath Cordes. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Heath lives on my couch. Heath lives on your couch. Yes. This is incredible. And you've yeah. seen her on the couch with Heath? Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah, actually. Okay. Yeah. Boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Truth comes out. Has this all been in the past three weeks when you oh, got yeah. famous? Oh, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. She Instantly. was never there before. No. And now here she is in the front row making a bunch of racket. Boy, you were quick to fucking figure out, huh? What a slut. <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at those fucking itty bitty titties right there. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Perfect like size it. for Heath. That is true. That's a mouthful for Heath. Okay, just moving along smoothly here. Yeah, let's do it. I think we have her quieted down for the rest of the fucking night. It's going to be perfect, so that's awesome. Brent Reed, what do you do for a living? Uh, I work at the airport making pizzas. At the Austin <laughs> airport? Yeah, Austin airport, baby. Salvation Pete. I shouldn't have said that. There you go. So via 313 you work at. It's at gate 11. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Now, We're committing a, now. That, fuck that's it. That's a left turn from TSA, though, right? Not a lot of people make it down there. Yeah, not a lot. Yeah, yeah. Left that exactly at TSA. Oh, yeah. I just had it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Red, Band, Red, Red Band buys an airplane ticket just to go there and then leaves. <laughs> takes it to go. <laughs> I get a wheelchair. That's right. A real chair. <laughs> I love it. So, Brent, what do you do for fun around here? I, I do a lot of comedy. Uh -huh. I'm not doing a lot. I've been depressed and not doing a lot outside of comedy. I do comedy and go to work. 
when you say you're depressed, what exactly does that mean? What are your uh, uh, symptoms? You ever uh, just being sad and playing video games all the time? How can you be sad when you have sweet little Heath Cordis on your couch? That's no, he's the best. He's the sweetest boy. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's, no, he's the best. You're right. He he is a he's a son. Getting home from work and having him. Yesterday I got home from work and he was on the couch. He goes, "Hey, a nice lady uh, from Australia sent me a picture of her titties today." And yeah. I was like, "I love the updates like, that, that is, I get." I was from like, "That me. is a nice lady. That's it nice." It is about. amazing. I, everyone everyone's rooting for him yeah. tremendously. Uh, yeah. Heath is a monster. So where did you met Heath in Alabama? Or yeah, 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 yeah. I met him in Alabama. We weren't close until like a couple months ago. He stayed on my couch to visit, and then he came and moved on our couch we weren't close before that he's, he's only been 21 for like two seconds so right. he wasn't allowed to get into a lot of the shows and stuff right. amazing but he would crush every time at like a coffee shop or whatever when i saw him yeah he was great yeah i love it you guys write together you guys hang out yeah a little bit yeah we write together we hang out we smoke weed touch okay. butts i love it it's good i love it have you taken advantage of having uh do people think like your father and son when you guys are <laughs> all the time yeah. i think that our neighbors think i'm fucking him right. um <laughs> Uh, they're from Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's it. Father and son. Well, yeah. We're not actually related. I'm not attracted to him. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, take advantage. What's your type? What are you attracted to? I like uh, my cousin. Good one, sister. Uh, I like a... Uh, a lot of chatty, heckling women in the audience tonight. What's happening out there? What's I going like a on? pale... Oh, shit. Go ahead. You do your thing. No, it's okay. <laughs> I think they'll get it. I think it's because you gave two a mic up here, so now everybody thinks they can do it. Cool glasses. <laughs> if, the women, if the women in the room behave themselves for the rest of the show, I'll do an ad next week for equal pay. How about that? How does everyone feel about that? Is that good? Is that a deal? <laughs> Fucking. Steve-o. I um, was really waiting for your answer to the question of what you're into because if you said you were gay I would totally believe it. Yeah, not surprisingly not gay. I think I would do well if I was a gay man. I'm not a gay man. I like a if if I'm with a white woman, I like a pale lady with tattoos. Ooh. But I like I was with my first Hispanic lady recently. That was oh. fun. How did that go? Cool butt. Just the best butt. Yeah. Wow, that's rare. Hispanic women, cool butts. No? Rare? No, it's usually square. Square butt. Nothing. Red band. Again, extra Red Bull or something before tonight's show. It's a lot of contributions tonight. Square butt white women jokes. SpongeBob square pants is what I usually call Mexican oh, women. SpongeBob houses. square butt. That's fun. It's good. Is Whew. skinny guys have big dicks? Is that a thing? I heard that once and wrote a joke about it. Okay. Yeah, skinny guys. Have you guys ever heard that? Skinny guys have big dicks? No? Yeah. Got a yes here. Got a mean no from over there. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a no because he would have said I have a big dick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the joke is we don't have to talk about it. It wasn't funny. Why don't you Here's do going. the end of the fucking joke instead uh, of the oh. beginning, the middle, the middle, and the middle of it? <laughs> Oh, uh, skinny the... guys have big dicks. That's we how I found it. out we that I got to yeah. gain some weight. I'm supposed to be fat. I didn't realize this whole time my skinny body was writing checks. My little wiener couldn't cash. You know what I'm there talking about? There you go. That See, that end part. Yeah. That end part. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need any of that fucking middle, dude. Yeah, you yeah. Try it t tomorrow night. Go to whatever fucking coffee shop you're headlining and, <laughs> and fucking cut all that shit out and see if well, yeah, it works. I should have done that first and just opened with that Especially joke. I got nervous. I wasn't show. even planting on a, doing the... 
It's Part okay. Hectic, I don't yeah. even know how you make that joke as long as you made it originally. It was a different joke, I think. I think I blended two together. Right. I'm fucking up bad. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. What do you think the white trashiest most Alabama thing about you is? Uh, my dad. Oh, tell us more about this guy. Yeah, I have a blue-collar construction worker dad, you know, which surprises people because I look like this. What'd, uh, you, what'd you get last time? A small joke book? Yeah, small. We're doing go. small again? Nope. All right. There he goes, everybody. Brent right, Reed, everyone. Fun times. We're going to keep it moving along. We got another bucket pull coming. Make some noise for Nathan Daniel, everybody. Our next comedian is Nathan Daniel. Make some noise for Nathan, everybody. Come on. Wow, what a great night. Man, you know, it was tough for me growing up being a fat kid, you know? It wasn't really the necessarily like the name calling or constantly getting picked on and all that. It was, a, it was really hard to get kidnapped. And being in Florida, I was around theme parks. I lived a mile from Bush Gardens. <laughs> Not once did a car pull over. It sucked. But in high school, I got the name Chris Farley, you know? Because I was just fat, funny, and high on cocaine all the time. But <laughs> don't worry. I really wasn't. I, was just, I have ADHD, so I'm constantly just hyper, and I just used that as the excuse. But I did get a drug addiction, and I found out Coke and meth put me to sleep, so that was a real problem. But, <laughs> you guys like dark humor? <laughs> How much time do I got? <laughs> you guys like dark jokes? Yeah. All right, true fact, okay? All right, that's all we okay, got. Okay, there you go. Nathan Daniel on a very special either gay or boring white guy episode of Kill Tony. And you're not You gay. know all about gay, right, Tony? There you go. We've already done all those jokes. You're I know. 40 minutes late. Uh, <laughs> well, so my Nathan, name just got pulled. Okay, Nathan, again, this is very, very good. Oh, Welcome to the show. Maybe take a breath, Nathan. Take a breath. You've been on this show before, correct? Yeah, yeah. How did that go for you? Horrible. Horrible. How do you think this one went compared to that one? Horrible. Right, it's pretty bad. Now, how do your other sets go? Here, uh, I, I haven't really been able to get sets here. How long have you been doing? Not here, not here at the mothership. No, no, at Austin. Why have you not been able to? do Because so? I live all the way up in Waco. Okay. And all right, yeah, that so. makes sense. And Waco makes sense because your sets are indeed a house fire. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, what's the best joke you've ever written in your entire life? How long have you been yeah. trying stand-up? Uh, I literally just started last year, and I was I have 15 sets in Seattle, and that was doing really well. And so I was like, I had a traumatic life scare. I was about to die. Tell us about that. Year. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> four months ago, I was actually 320 pounds. I lost uh, 120 pounds. <laughs> How did you lose the weight? <laughs> Just uh, literally just stopped eating, smoked shitload of weed, and played video games. Okay. What was your ailment? What? What was the ailment? Uh, fatty liver. Fatty liver. Is that yeah, from drinking because, a lot? No, I don't drink. That's the funny thing. It's just because I ate so unhealthy, and I didn't drink water or anything. I was just like, fuck it. Joda's got water, Gatorade, Powerade. It's good for you, right? And I was ah, like, yeah. Who does this sound like, Red Bear? <laughs> 
Well, I suggest Liquid IV. They have these new well, yeah, serial, so I've been, yeah, I've period, yeah, I just started doing Liquid IV since I've been listening to Kill Tony. And promo, Kill Tony. Oh, wow, thank you. What a great ad read. I always like to get the least funny person to promote products on this show. Thank you. I do believe we sorry. just lost a sponsor. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. I try to do what I can. But it's better than what we had on earlier, a lot of Liquid HIV. Am I correct? <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so here we are. You've been on this show before. What did yeah. we learn from the interviews on your last time? What's the, what were the most interesting Dude, things about I you? Dude, I was so high that I was like, it looked like I was just Were you kind of unbearable? Did I get rid of you pretty early? Yeah. Probably, I'm yeah. I'm going to do that again. I'm going to do that again right now. Okay. Did I give you a little joke book last time? Yeah. I did? All right, there you go. You already got one. There he goes. Nathan Daniel, everybody. Pull the name, but you know what? Let's do something again. We're about to clean up this mess again. Before I saged the gay away, this time I'm saging the boring white guy away. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the return of one of the greatest golden ticket winners in the history of the show. In fact, I can honestly say right now that he was discovered on this show for America's Got Talent, and he is indeed an AGT finalist. This is the return of the legend, Aaron Belial, everybody. Yeah, baby. The man, the myth, the legend. Toronto, Canada's own. Made it all the way through AGT to the finals, selling tickets. His life has completely changed. Ladies and gentlemen, one more time for the great, the powerful, this is Aaron Belial, everybody. I might be retarded, but I don't like rocks. <laughs> I collect straws. Just got back from Canada, and I'm so glad to be here in Texas. The land of the free, and the home of the plastic fucking straws. Breathe through this straw, bitch. Because of my disability, I need a plastic straw to survive. But now the Canadian government is banning them. So I've been dehydrated since 2020. Look at my arm. It looks like someone put a watch on a piece of beef jerky. My hand isn't even a hook. It's just like the plants at my house, dehydrated and dying. <laughs> the Sixth Street junkies flock to straws, like pigeons to feed. So anytime I'm getting harassed, I throw a bunch and run. <laughs> so all of this was just to say fuck turtles. I'm gonna be giving out free plastic straws at the end of the show. Please grab one and protect the disabled community by killing a goddamn turtle. Fuck yeah. Another new minute. Plus Plus by Aaron 
Belial. Now, I actually know for a fact this is true about you. You do drink every drink out of a straw, even if it's in a can, even if it's in a bottle. We've hung out. Actually, Aaron is one of my favorite people to hang out with, a little fun fact, in Austin, because I understand everything that he's saying because he just sits next to me and shows me shit, and then I laugh, and I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. It's like a friend that has subtitles. It's amazing. I don't have to say what. I know everything he's saying. He writes it. He kills. He's fun to hang out with. Um, And you do drink everything out of a straw. How's life, Aaron? Tell us about whatever you want. Oh, here we go. I had to make cuts in my life. There was too much. So I sold my house in Canada. And now I'm a real Austin comic. Homeless. Now, I guess I forgot to mention, that is indeed true. I signed some papers. I do believe Roseanne, Ron White, everybody signed papers. And indeed, how about this? Aaron Belial is an American citizen, everybody. Took a while. It took a while. Those feisty Canadians have a real problem letting go of their few talented people, but we fucking got another one here. Tony and Red Band have helped me more than anyone, probably ever will. From Kill Tony, I went to America's Got Talent to be a finalist and get my comedy visa, and I won exactly what I wanted. I came to Kill Tony and asked for 30K and a green card, and guess what? I'm getting that, and I paid for it with money I earned through my content after Kill Tony, and in return Tony only asked me for one thing. Tony was all like, Pick up my balls with your fucking hook hand. What the fuck? That was retarded AI. I can't believe you recorded me asking for the one thing that I wanted. Oh, there's more? And I'm like, well, all right. But Red Band needs to hold me upside down, like a keg stand. That is true, and it was worth it. I'm into weird shit. (laughs) Hell yeah. Aaron, what else is going on? What else is happening? The great, the powerful Aaron Belial speaks through a phone, gets more laughs than most of the people do that have a fucking voice. America's Got Talent was great for the most part. It got me the visa I needed. I'm starting a tour. And best of all, I got a free psychiatrist when my audio got cut in the finals, and they thought I might kill myself. AGT hooked that up. Oh, my God. I, yeah, I that guess, is how evil fucking... I guess the finale, there was audio problems. Like, he got fucked. He pretty much lost the, the whole thing because of audio problems with the sound people there at AGT. Unbelievable. That is absolutely... I have a gag order, so I can't tell you whether I saw Howie's head or Simon's cock. Wow. I love it. There's one, there was a guy earlier that has a no-gag order. He didn't have a gag reflex. Aaron Belial cooking up something over there. Let's see what happens next. So America's Got Talent was a fun experience. For some reason, they tried to dress me in a green fucking pantsuit for the finals. I look like Ellen DeGeneres' retarded niece. They do that, man. I'm telling you, TV is weird. They do weird things. It's all very bizarre. They like try to make you look bad. If you don't do everything yourself, it's, it's a weird fucking thing. I watched this ever since the first thing that I worked on, the first roast, the first show on Comedy Central. They do weird shit. 
They try to make people kind of look bad. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Absolutely. You been getting any fucking pussy from all this action? Yeah. What's going on over here? You fucking finger bla reverse finger blasting somebody or something? Every night. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, that's good. And you're living your dreams. Literally your first episode here, there was a, some jerk-off attorney in the front row, Harvard Law degree. That guy ended up doing nothing, right? Made a bunch of promises, strung you along for a while, which stringing you along is an interesting thing to do since you're built like a puppet. Here we go. He was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Worse than this girl. Yeah. It's crazy. He was sitting right there, right in fucking seat one center. There's just nothing worse than there, when there's just a complete asshole in the main seat there. Yeah. Did you and Steve-O plan to dress up together as lesbian lovers? Oh, come on. Come on. We actually got dressed by the AGT people for, uh, for this show. I love it. Aaron, oh, he's got, some, oh, look at this, he's, laughing. he's cracking himself up over here. This is gonna hurt my feelings. Here we go, and I have to wait for it. This is the worst part, I have to set him up. Okay, Aaron, anything else about that? I tried to buy it just to show you, but they said no. Oh, they said you weren't allowed to buy it because they knew you were gonna make fun of it. Oh, those assholes. Oh my God, it's amazing, it's amazing. Howie is like the voice of reason on that show. I mean, it is wild. Everything else seems kind of like there's no real, uh, you know, like comedy lovers. It's all like they just want to be mesmerized by goofy shit. And Howie is like the senior representative of comedy there. Did you guys... Howie was so, 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 so supportive backstage, man. Did you have to type each so or did you copy and paste that? <laughs> So, 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 I thought he short-circuited for a second. Howie was so, 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 so. Fuck yeah, dude. Steve-O, what do you think about the great Aaron Belial here? You emanate joy, dude. Like, just this smile, it's great. It, uh... And, and the way your mouth is so wide open all the time. <laughs> like, are you sure you're not gay? <laughs> John D's playing music while Aaron types is definitely my new favorite thing ever. <laughs> Some typing music here. Hey, two, one, two, three, four. Oh shit, oh shit. Well, he's stopping him. He's got pockets full of straws, Cancel. this motherfucker. Cancel? I have no gag reflex. Can I be in one of the insane clown posse videos? Wait, what? Sure. <laughs> You're bringing your rap career back, right? That's right. I fucking started rapping again. I wrote this great song called I Love My Woman, <laughs> But... <laughs> Like, except but, one week a month, my girl is a cunt. <laughs> yeah. Well, this got awkward. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You said you have no gag reflex. I must say, that is so, 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 so gay. <laughs> um, the great Adrian Iapellucci. This is probably your first time seeing an Aaron Belial. What are your thoughts? Um, I think I, I saw you yesterday. You had a dog with you, right? Where is he? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, look at the wheels turning here, folks. Oh, boy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's at home. Okay, there you go. So you, so you only need him sometimes. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, there he goes. I only bring him out for votes and TV. Yeah. That makes sense. That's right. I Very love funny. it. Very funny. I yes. love it. He brings... Let the dogs out! Okay, there you go. Very good. I might look retarded, but I'm smart. I don't know exactly what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> Cerebral, palsy. Cerebral palsy that has affected his voice box. Oh, okay. Got it. So what's the dog for? <laughs> Just the votes? Are you asking him or the guy that brought an actual dog out to the show tonight? You fucking idiot. <laughs> what is this guy, bussing tables? Dude, get out of here. Come on, bro. We could do that later. This is a fucking taping, dude. Save it for the stand-up shows, bro. Peanut How about a hand for the amazing staff stuff. here at the Mothership? beer and bitches. We're constantly evolving the show as we go. Doing as little work as possible. Yeah, we're going to contain her to the back, so this guy's going to grab her purse. See how quickly that happens? Yeah, it's fucking magical. That's how that works. Very sly. Almost nobody noticed whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. You that should try and I have the dog girl. for peanut butter tricks and stuff, and he gets me beer and bitches. That, that is true. Absolutely. Aaron, we absolutely love you. How long are you in town for? <laughs> oh, hell yeah. It seems like for the rest of eternity is uh, the answer here. Wednesday, I start my tour. Okay. And then uh, what about uh, the 30th and 31st of December? Are you going to be around? You want to do an arena show? There you go. Okay, perfect. Oh, yeah. Baby Boy's first arena. But most importantly, more importantly than that, Red Band. All right, check out his website for his tour dates. He's traveling all over around the United States. That is true. AaronBelisle.com. Oh, I'm going to be at Tacoma and Spokane Comedy Club Thanksgiving weekend. Hell After yeah. the show, I'll be teaching people how to read. And in December, you can find me in Hawaii handing out plastic straws to turtles. In January, I'm going to be in Florida. After my shows, I'll be doing my new job, helping fishermen get their nets back onto the boat. Find okay. tickets at newcomedian.com. Okay. Awesome. Fuck yeah. Aaron Belisle, everybody. There he goes. The return of Aaron Belisle ramping up to his first ever set in an arena, everybody. All right, back to the bucket we go. I know this next comedian, a very, very, very talented local comedian here in Austin, Texas. Uh, make some noise. This is a brand new minute from the very funny Colton Dowling, everybody. Colton Dowling is back on Kill Tony. Oh, I, I love you too, but mostly men. Sorry, another gay guy. 
I am. No, it's fine. You're gay too. And uh, no, it's fine. I am what you call have to be sober. Um, I liked Bud Light and cocaine too much. I liked Bud Light, but I loved cocaine, you know, used to do a lot. Not a lot, just enough to drive home safely, you know. But I, no, I used to love buying it in the little bags that already come in. I put the straw right in there, right? And I'd call it Capri Sunning because I'm fun and I'm from the 90s, guys. Yeah, no, I used to love doing cocaine around my dad, though, because they would make his politics make a little bit more sense. I'd be like, yeah, poor people would have more money if they had more money, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) Business ideas and such and such. You know, I'm socially liberal when it comes to cocaine. I like to do a liberal amount of cocaine. But I am fiscally conservative when it comes to cocaine. I'm like, who the fuck is going to pay for all this cocaine, you guys? Where's it in the budget, you guys? Mexico's going to pay for this cocaine. Build that wall. Snort it all. Do, 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 to do. Okay. Thank you, guys. Fuck yes. Colton Dowling. Very, very, very punchy set. Lots of jokes in there. I fucking love it. Thank you. That is... Hi. That is the Austin Flex right there. A lot of jokes in one minute. A lot of punchlines. I fucking love it. Absolutely incredible. I brought the energy of cocaine to a set, guys. It's like painting, but with words. It was just incredible to hear a gay guy talk about something other than being gay or their skin color. It is hard. Can you, can you get it every single day, you know? Yeah. It is when it's on the table. Anal. <laughs> I love it. So let's talk about this, uh, Colton. So um, when did you stop doing cocaine? Uh, about two years ago, yeah. Okay. I had to go to rehab. They locked me up. It was pretty fun. How you long know? were you in rehab for? 40 days. So 40 days, and they put you in there with a bunch of other people that are like trying to stay off stuff. What's yeah. that like? Uh, it's fine, but the meth heads are a whole different level of like, they need to be there, yeah. you know, cause they're on Suboxone and they'll be like picking up rocks and like trying to paint them. I think Cam's one of those people. Yeah. Uh, sorry. It's a dumb. Okay. No, we like it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was one girl that was just in there for being sad. Oh shit. I was like, bitch, do drugs. You know? Yeah. That's incredible. You know, do something, you know. It's, yeah. At least, at least do the drugs. Get yeah. sad afterwards. It's like, what did you try? Did you try anything or were wow. you just sad? She was in rehab for sadness? Did she get better? <laughs> uh, she made me sad, so I stopped talking to her. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. And Colton, so uh, do you have any tricks? To, do you still drink at all? I, I uh, am on my first relapse. Uh-oh. Oh, nice. But I, I when, haven't, did, when did that start? Uh, I went on a month-long honeymoon to uh, Europe, and I wasn't going to be sober in Europe. You know, they have good wine and awful people, so right. you so drink you, around them. So you got married? Yes. Nice. Two years married to a swamp man from Louisiana. I love it. Absolutely. Sugar cane fields. Talks fucking stupid, but we like him, you know? Yeah. And how's that going? He's moving to Minneapolis. <laughs> yeah. So you guys are separating? He's going to go for a little bit. But I grew up, my dad was in the army. So, like, if somebody just leaves for a little bit, they'll come back, probably. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, gay guys never cheat on each other at all. Oh, no, we cheat on each other now. It's Oh, okay. Awesome. So you guys kind of have, like, an open gay marriage. It's an open but very gay marriage, right. yeah. Definitely. Yeah. We definitely. both cook. Can you imagine? <laughs> 
Wow, that's a, that actually sounds lovely. Just have a couple dudes hanging out, cooking and butt fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds like fun. It is fun. We also wear boots sometimes. Whoa. Boots only? Just the boots? Yeah, so that we can knock them, you know. Okay. That's just a traditional in us, though, you know. <laughs> Got to keep marriage traditional by knocking boots. He knows what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. This guy can't even make eye contact with you. <laughs> this guy's such a real Texan. He's just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. He won't look at my eyes, but he will look at my dick. It's crazy. Yeah. Yep. You can tell the homophobic, homophobic people, never look at the gay guys. D Madness doesn't look your direction once. Look at this guy. It's absolutely incredible. D cannot believe it. Can you believe this, D? Three gay men tonight. <laughs> to get you a napkin to dab your forehead when you yeah. say <laughs> Anyway. Uh, all right. Yeah. Colton, what else has been going on? I like your style, man. I, and, you know, you've always done good, but this set was, like, incredible. You're, you're seeing, you. you know, uh, what's it been, like, th almost three years of you being here in Austin, right? Yeah. Um, it, the key is not doing coke. Uh, it really helps you remember your jokes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have fun. Uh, we got a podcast called Some of This is Bad. You would hate it. Um, Who's got a podcast? You and your I, husband? Me and Dylan Carlino. I think you know Dylan. Probably. You know Dylan. Everybody knows Dylan. You know Dylan. All right. You guys know Dylan? Colton, relax. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You got <laughs> really gay there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So what do you guys talk about? What's your podcast about? It's, it's just gay sex. You guys would hate it. Don't Okay, don't look it. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It's fun. We, uh, um, we got a dog. We're doing fun things. I don't have any skills. Got a gaydar. I, I don't have anything. I'm, I, I came unprepared other than jokes. You know so. what? That's all that fucking matters. A very strong minute, Colton. Very much fun. It. Here's some Zipix toothpicks to hold you over during your uh, relapse. And if you're around Thursday, I would love to have you on The Secret Show. I'd love that. You I ever love get, that. You ever get you. one of these before, Colton? Do you already have one I of have these? not. No. If you haven't, here I'll you go. There those. you go. Absolutely. And I you get a gel blaster, too. Colton Dowling with a real minute of comedy. How about that? It's amazing what can happen. Here on Kill Tony. Oh, I didn't even fucking talk to you guys. I'm sorry about that. I jumped right over uh, our steam panel. All right, your next bucket pull, a minute uninterrupted from Jason Fern, everybody. Jason Fern, I do believe this is a Kill Tony debut right here. I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I grew up poor. <laughs> like so poor, I had off-brand Monopoly. Do you know how broke you have to be for your fake money to be fake? <laughs> Three weeks out of high school, I joined the military. I was a sensor operator on an MQ-1 Predator drone. Then after the military, I worked for Subway. Both mascots are predators. <laughs> On the way here, I got in a car wreck. Thanks. <laughs> Called up insurance, and it turns out that Nationwide is on Frank's side. I'll wrap it up there. Jason Fern, ladies and gentlemen. 
Welcome to the show, Jason. This is your first time, correct? Yes, sir. I could tell. I haven't seen you before. Hi. Hello. You're like clothes and your hair. Everything's kind of like wrinkly and fucked up. I'm working 58 hours, Tony. Okay. What do you do? I'm an iron worker. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're... For a guy with a wrinkly shirt, you think you wouldn't be in the iron business, but uh, kind of interesting. Kind of interesting. Have you ever thought about using one of the many irons that you work with? (laughs) Only when I'm going on a hot date, Tony. What? Only when I'm going on a hot date. Whoa, okay. When's the last time you were on a hot date? Uh, Last Monday. Okay. Who'd you go on a hot date with? Some random chick on Bumble. Okay, and where'd you go? Where, what did you do exactly? Shakespeare's. Wow. Oh, big evening over at Shakespeare's, the club next to the club where we contain everybody. Was it during an episode of Kill Tony? Yes, sir. Wow. So you <laughs> killed two birds with one stone. Goddamn you went, right. <laughs> you went on a date, and uh, how did that go? It went well. She went back to my place, had some fun, you know. What kind of fun did you have? Uh, she was on birth control, so. Whoa, <laughs> look at that. Oh my goodness gracious, just just (laughs) busting loads inside of women that you just met. Yes, sir. (laughs) Absolutely. Very good. Very good. When did she tell you she was on birth control exactly? I asked twice, once before, once after, and I texted to confirm after. (laughs) Wow. Absolutely incredible. Plan A, plan B, and plan... plan, All right. (laughs) Fucking amazing. Absolutely. Steve-o. What do you think about all this? She asked after. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you sure, right? <laughs> yeah. Did you well, see her take it? Uh, the IUD. So yeah. you saw it. Yeah, we felt it. <laughs> oh yeah. So you're a skinny guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Stevo. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yep. Work in the old pipe in the iron industry. Look at you. So what exactly do you do? Uh, do you know the famous photo of the guys sitting on the beam in New York City? That's uh-huh. my job. Okay. Yep. The thing that climbs columns and Joe Rogan freaks out about. Right. Yep. Yeah. Steve-O shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could die one day. Yeah. But you're like latched on something, right? Uh, yeah, safety. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You seem like an unsafe guy. A little bit, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have any close calls? You ever, like, forget to latch yourself or whatever? No, I always latch off, but I did go in the hole. That means falling off the building. That was a fun... Wow, when you went in the trip. hole, did you come inside of it, too? <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Wow, Red Band forcing a fart noise into that. For those of you keeping track of uh, Red Band's immaturity, that made no sense whatsoever there. He does get to hit the fart board once an episode, and he did it during a come inside of a hole joke. That was a fart sound effect. For those of you that have the dumbest sense of humor, congratulations. You must be laughing your ass off right now at the fart noise inside of a cream pie joke, everybody. All right. Jason, you have any special skills or talents or anything um, like uh, that? Pilot. What? Pilot license. Okay. Just what are you flying? Uh, just single engine Cessnas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very good. How often do you do that? Uh, that was back in college, and I haven't flown since. So, yeah. 
right. a long time ago. Okay. Well, for a guy with fake Monopoly money, <laughs> growing up so poor, going to college and flying planes. And <laughs> the GI Bill helped with that. I, I liked your jokes. Thank you. I thought that for the first time I killed Tony, that was absolutely fucking fantastic. Thank you, Siva. <laughs> Adrian, any thoughts on this guy? What do you think about him? Um, I can tell you're in the military. Yeah. You seem like you're ready to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love hard work. <laughs> What's the craziest thing you saw when you were in the military? Uh, I was stationed a little bit north of Vegas, and I saw some lights in the sky. That's all I can probably say. Ooh, uh, just yeah. some normal lights? Uh, some trippy, fast-moving yeah, I can't. Yeah. You can't talk about it. I wouldn't assume so like, wow. on a very live podcast. Okay. <laughs> My buddy Kyle, the UFO uh, conspiracy theorist, is hard as a rock right now. Oh, is incredible. You like knew it, dude. I fucking knew it, bro. <laughs> you hear how he fucking stopped himself, dude? <laughs> I'm going to hear it tonight. All right, Jason. Anything else crazy about you that we should know about your life or history or anything? Your first time on Kill Tony, your entire life is on the table right now. Anything can happen. Tell I us. fell, I fell out of a two-story window when I was 15 months old. So, oh. that's cool. Oh my <laughs> goodness! How did that happen? Were you, was Eric Clapton babysitting? <laughs> Two-story window at 15 months, and you survived that shit. That is fucking incredible. Yep. How does that happen? Who's watching you? Uh, my older brothers, so... <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah I got up on the couch. The screen was open. It was Texas, Nacogdoches. Shit gets hot out here. Uh, screen was cracked, and apparently I looked through. Landed. Concrete. Steve-O's coming up with ideas for his next <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that, like, in car crashes, they say that drunk people and babies do best. Yeah. You know? And, like, they, that sort of checks out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. There's a very, very famous uh, plane crash. I can't remember what it was called, but, like, 200, I think, some people, ballpark around there, died in some Lockerbie? little fucking... No, that was a different one, I think. Lockerbie. I thought that was but a bombing. Yeah, it was a, uh, oh, yeah, the plane. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it could be. But anyway, yeah, a little baby survived from fucking an obnoxious, an obnoxious height. That's like you. <laughs> yeah. You're like yeah. that baby. You think you suffered any brain damage from that oh, fall? Oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember it at all? No, right? Uh, 15, 15 months, months. Do your brothers remember it? Uh I don't know. I don't ask them. Yeah. It's weird that happened to you as a kid, and now you do that for a job, though. That's kind of yeah. weird. It's like you're not afraid of heights or something. Nope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is a big joke book, my friend. Thanks, Congratulations. Sir. Here's some uh, Zipix Energy toothpicks. Zip more, smoke less. There you go. I, yeah, Steve-O. I want to know, are you going to see that girl again? Uh, no, she gave terrible head, Steve-O. Whoa! Damn, terrible head. Incredible. What an analysis. I you mean, would think that a girl that would let you come inside of her on the first hang would get a second date. I can't imagine how terrible that blowjob must have been. Yeah, well, 
once this comes out, dude, then who, who won't he be able to get? <laughs> Make some noise for your next bucket pull. Bill Carroll, everybody. Bill Carroll. Everybody, make some noise one more time for Bill Carroll, everyone. All right, right, right. What's up, y'all? How's everyone doing? What's up, Steve-O? <laughs> um, yeah, so I lose stuff all the time. I lose my wallet, my keys. I'm the kind of guy who's got his passport out with him when he goes to the bar. <laughs> I recently bought an AirTag for my girlfriend's clitoris. <laughs> Caught it running errands last time we were having sex. It's hanging out with its friend, the G-Spot, who I haven't met yet. Uh, the other day, I saw a sign. I was driving, I saw a sign that said, Free Palestine. Read the sign, Free Palestine. I didn't even know it was for sale. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, hey, I'm a cisgender male. I'm getting tired of being a cisgender male, uh, so I'm changing my gender to Gmail. And my pronouns are send and receive. <laughs> if you don't accept me for who I am, I will archive you. Uh, yeah, last up. Uh, uh, is that the sound? Yeah. Okay, cool. Is that Thank you. the Thanks sound? Y'all. Yes, it is indeed the sound. Phil Carroll, I do believe this is your first time on the show, correct? Yeah, first time doing stand-up. Wow, congratulations. There it is, the goat of the first time. Bill Carroll, one of the surviving members of the Murdoch family. Congratulations. Unbelievable. Look at you, you doofy, normal white guy. Look at you, just plain as it gets. Just a fucking normal old white guy. Bland, yeah. Absolutely. Parents are still together? No, sir. Really? Yeah, no, no, no. When did no, they no. break up? Uh, my senior year of college. So. Okay, yeah, that's pretty late. That's pretty late. That yeah, kind yeah. of explains it. Okay. The younger uh, you are when your parents break up normally makes you funnier. Yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. But it is your first time. I liked your set. You put an air tag on the clitoris, but you seem like you would never be able to find that. My guess is that the air tag is on the belly button of the girl that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's out of battery. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Uh, Bill, how old are you? 31. 31 wow. years old. That is incredible. You are very young looking. You drink a lot of water, don't you? Yes, sir. You drink tons. Tell us how much water. Tell the audience how much water you drink. Um, like a liter or two a wow. day? One yeah, of the, yeah, one of, yeah. Definitely one of the most interesting things about you is your water intake. <laughs> I can tell already it is absolutely incredible. What else does a normal day for a guy like you look like? You eat oatmeal for breakfast? You eat the same breakfast every day? No, nah, I work at a factory. Oh, uh, what kind of factory is it? Uh, we make, we manufacture like space parts, for, like rockets and uh, things like that. Fuck. Yeah. All right, for the Challenger or what exactly? <laughs> the what? Nothing. <laughs> Sorry. No reason you should know what a Challenger reference is. <laughs> School is in session. Uh, so how long have you been doing that? Uh, two years, but yeah. What was that sound, by the way? It is school. It was... What did you do? But that wasn't what happened. That was no, like a magical the, thing. Oh, what was that? Because one of the teachers was in the challenge. It was a challenger joke. Oh, boy. <laughs> but I kind of heard like a bring, boof, like that. No? Maybe it was, maybe D's hit a key or something like that. 
Okay, over here, buddy. Stop looking at D Mad. He's trying to fucking read D Madness's lips over here. Um, so, Bill Carroll, what's interesting about you? Tell us something, because you seem like a real fucking normie. Uh, I think I present normie. I think uh, behind closed doors, maybe. Uh, I, I like have, this. Yeah. Let's hear about closed doors, Bill Carroll. How many of you want to hear about closed doors, Bill Carroll? <laughs> about the wild side of a mild man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah, I think some of my coworkers are maybe watching this. So oh, I boy. Gotta... I mean, I mean, I hope that nobody <laughs> sees this. <laughs> hey, whoa, look out. I'm not getting in a hot tub for a while. Whoa. I got to tell you, whoa. I have a pretty wild life behind closed doors, Tony. Once those doors close, I chug extra water. <laughs> Tell us about your wild side, Bill Carroll. Oh, I, I think the stand-up part's kind of odd. I think I, I'm thinking about, I have like 10 years working, and I'm thinking about just quitting, probably. But it's, it's very, it's very ill-advised. What you, what's your plan to do if you quit? Uh, you know, it's just like a, there's, there isn't a plan. I think that's the thing. I think I, I'm at my uh, wit's end and thinking. I'm telling you, I'll tell you what, Tony, I am on my wit's end. This factory job has me by the balls. I'm telling you, I'm ta we're taking a walk on the wild side with Bill Carroll here. No, I do, I do uh, jujitsu and and comedy basically. So yeah, that's a yeah. Do it because YouTube will copyright strike us. Just play what he's playing. Okay. Okay. Again, this is the wild side of Bill Carroll. This is a segment we've never done before. Completely improvised in the moment. Tell us more about the wild side of Bill Carroll. Come on, really, really, just yeah. share with us the honest truth. Behind closed doors, what goes on? Yeah, sometimes I sleep for 12 hours a night. Whoa, 12 hours of sleep a night. Whoa. Wild, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, give us a little bit more. We want more. How you want more wild, huh? Oh, my goodness. We got a liter of water and 12 hours of sleep so far. You can't even make it up. I don't think I've heard of anything less wild. But let's go. The wild side of Bill Carroll. Come on, Bill. You got this in you. Sometimes I'll stick a finger in a girl. Whoa. <laughs> a solitary finger. Whoa. I nailed it. Okay. I accidentally guessed the next wildest thing. All right. Come on. Let's go one level wilder, Bill. Oh, he's struggling here. 12 hours of sleep. He starts scratching his head. Here we go. Come on, Bill. Wildest thing you've ever done in your life. The music is getting louder and louder, Bill. <laughs> no, 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 I got nothing. I want to give you guys something. I got nothing. All right, all right. Stop the music. Stop the music. Stop the music. Come on, Bill. There must be something wild about you. Come on, Bill. Think about you it. You could do it, man. He's trying to take suggestions from the audience now. This has turned into a Price is Right episode. <laughs> Have you ever gotten a... a, 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 a Adrian, what do you think about this? I guy? feel like lacrosse player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lacrosse adjacent. My friends played lacrosse. I played soccer. Oh. But you guys all raped the same girls. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you in a relationship? Yes, sir. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Tell us about... Your... Uh, her name is Selena. Uh, Whoa! Yeah. That sounds wild for you. That would have see that would have been one of the that would have been the wildest thing about you. Yeah, I should have we mentioned that. We accidentally found that out. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. 
But I'm guessing, believe it or not, and I, that's what I was thinking too. So here we go. I'm going to take a wild guess here, and I'm going to guess that she's not a, actually Latina, but that she is a white girl named Selena. Am I correct? Nice. Uh, no, actually. She is Latina. She, um, well, she, cla- no sense <laughs> she claims she's half Asian, half white. Uh, this, is, this is actually not a joke. Her, her dad's name is, is uh, R- Rico Suarez. I might have the last. I might have the last name. I swear to God. But she's Filipino, and in Los Angeles, it just kind of blends in. You don't know if 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 this is like it's crazy. It's, it's unreal. This is well. If his set didn't end the relationship. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Have you ever done anything other than missionary position with her? <laughs> Ever. Uh, we, actually, I, I rarely do uh, the missionary. It's too, it's too much for me. I can't. What do you mean? Everybody stop. Do not hit a fucking button for a second. Just get your stupid hand off of the fucking board. Wait, what is too much? The eye <laughs> yes, contact? Yes. Uh, the eye contact is intense. I think the, like, th- the, it's the thrusting part that like, I don't like. Is anyone with me? I, I, I feel like... <laughs> Wait. Yeah. The thrust. I, I get it, dude. It's a lot of fucking work, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so funny, dude. Yeah. This is like your brand. You're like in it, dude. This is like you. Like you, ne- you would never would have talked about that on stage, right? Well, uh, yeah. I don't think enough you people are talking about this. First. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. You have a little something in you there. Thank you. There's I a can- little fucking glimpse. So no missionary. What's your go-to? Right. I, I try missionary. I do a couple of the things for a good, good measure. Hold on, hold on a second. I'm about to die from the inside out. Like I'm not even, not even of laughter. Like I'm just gonna like faint or something. Like like someone that's on one of those like rides at a festival. I'm just gonna like fucking die right now. Internal combustion is on the table right now because this is. What are the things that you try if missionary is too extreme? My guess is like, my guess is like through a glory hole or something like that. Yeah, there's a sheet involved. Yeah, it's like that. Orth- orth- Orthodox Jewish approach. Oh my goodness, absolutely incredible. So, what are the things that you actually try? Let's just keep covering the truth here, because truth is funnier than fiction with you, my friend. Uh, that's what we're finding out. The. Uh, the uh... <laughs> There's no joke. The um, my girlfriend... I'm slowly falling in love with this guy. <laughs> You're amazing. It's getting good. You're getting more comfortable up here and sharing the truth. So what are the things that you try that are not missionary because missionary is too extreme? Eye, con- <laughs> eye contact, overload. What's the longest you've ever lasted? Seven, eight, nine seconds? <laughs> um, the missionary, I really don't... Th- I think you count thrusts. I, I won't do more than... Like, more than seven, and I, I'm, like, kind of, like... Right. You know? Right. I'm, like, pinch, pinching myself, you know, trying yeah. to distract myself. But then... That, th- this is true. The, the average... The average... I'm sorry, Selena. She's watching this, but... That, the, the, Wait, is she here? No, no, no. She comes, she comes tonight at 5 a.m. And she had no idea I was... Wow, uh, she's going to come for no the first idea. time ever. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she comes at 5 a.m., you come at 5.01. That's incredible. <laughs> She's taking a red eye. Indeed. From Los Angeles. Yes, sir. You're going to pick her up? 
Uh, yeah, I got a, an alarm set. Wow, you're goddamn right. <laughs> Maybe I'm going to drink a liter of water and get as many hours of sleep as I can. I want to be well-rested for this before I get my Chevy Wagoneer and go pick her up. Wait, I, I have a question. Yeah. Do those pants have elastic? <clears throat> yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good eye. Is the zipper also too extreme? The zipper, strangely, I don't know who decided this, but it's like a... Oh, he just <laughs> came, everybody. He just came, everyone. He came in his pants. He touched his own zipper and busted a nut. It's like a stunt zipper, though. Like, have you seen this? It's like, what was the it's point? It's fake zipper. There's yeah. no zipper there. Who needs that? So you just pull down the whole thing. Yes, yeah, 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 below the butt. Wow, <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, you don't even pee missionary position. <laughs> Looking at the urinal is too extreme. <laughs> he pees sitting down, everybody. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely fucking amazing. You are the mild child. <laughs> Bill Carroll. Even your name. Even your fucking name. <laughs> Need a Just, stage name, maybe. God. <laughs> your stage name? If you have any. Why? Well, I just, it's bland. How about old Basic Bill? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I like him too. Red Banjo said, yeah, I like him. Why don't you fucking. Great. No. No, all right. <laughs> it is true. He is very green. You are very green. Is this something that you've always wanted to do, stand up comedy? How did you end up here? Uh, yeah, yeah, actually. Um, I think it's like something in denial about a little bit, like, because the parents would, would not like this at all. Uh, so I did, like, uh, I ran for president of my high school and used the whole spiel as a... <laughs> I'm sorry, I used the whole spiel as, like, a stand-up bit. Um, so it was, like, 800 students and just did, like, this whole uh, joke of a speech. What did you do there? What was the funniest part of your speech? For real? Sure. It's not. It's not funny. It's not going to work tonight, but the... If you guys want to hear it. The <laughs> okay. right, Nothing so that you thought was going to be funny tonight worked. It's true. And the stuff that I brought out of you worked. Yeah, so maybe this will work. Just give us a little tidbit. Right, so um, the idea was, uh, I was uh -oh. like, hey, um, listen, I'm not going to be like these other candidates. No, not me. I'm going to really shake things up around here. <laughs> That's why I'm in... <laughs> That's why I'm installing vibrating desks in, in all the classrooms. Thank you. There you go. You were right. The stuff that wasn't supposed to be funny was funny, and your funny parts weren't funny. <laughs> Intuition is shot. I like what happened here tonight, Bill. I like this. This was a rock-solid first appearance. Everything from the... It got better and better as it went on. And uh, you have a thing. You have a thing that sets you apart. There were a lot of fucking, a lot of boring white guys up on this stage tonight. And for a first timer, you, uh, you actually have a thing. You're not like anybody else. I think you keep writing. This is something you want to do? Yes, sir. Right. Okay. Keep signing up, dude. Thank you. Wow, thank you. Hell yeah. You like, uh, you like going to arenas? Because there's, there's tickets for sale for the first show. Uh, Ticketmaster.com. Very few tickets left for December 30th. They're definitely going to sell out. I don't even need to promote it, but they are for sale. So I think they start at like $55, $65 a ticket. Bring Selena along with you. Great, yes. All right, there you, you know what? 
And by the way, since it was your first time and I liked your interview, I'm going to give you a big joke book. Why don't you start writing? Thank you. Get your shit together. There's the mild child, Bill Carroll, everybody. Wow. The missionary position being too extreme might be one of my favorite things of the entire night. That guy's accidentally funny. All right, I'll tell you who's not a mild child, and that's one of the wildest children that have ever come onto the show, from the show, living Kill Tony Hall of Fame member. You know him, you love him. I could go on and on. The Tijuana Tarantula, the St. Louis Suffocator, the Memphis Strangler, the Vanilla Gorilla, the Big Red Machine. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the great and powerful William Montgomery, everybody. What's the difference between a skinhead neo-Nazi and a free Palestine activist? I was going to say shampoo preference, but I'm pretty sure neither party uses it. <laughs> so I shazammed a song at the coffee shop yesterday that started off kind of good, and then come to find out it was Harry Styles. <laughs> Red Band looks like the kind of guy who bet who bets parlays on esports. Hey, Red Band, what's the over under on the number of Elder Scrolls I can stuff up my asshole? <laughs> Two, okay. <laughs> Donald Trump's sister Marianne Marianne is dead at 86. In a surprising twist, she had to help Donald get into college. In an unsurprising twist, she was pumped for Apex Twin, getting nominated for a 24 <laughs> Grammy Award. She loved Apex when he's playing at her funeral Friday in Manhattan. Okay, that's my time. Thank you. William Montgomery. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is that true? They got nominated for a Grammy? He, yes, Apex Twin is nominated for his second ever Grammy. I'm super pumped. He and I, actually, Tony, yeah. since I've been talking about him a lot, we're actually in communication now. We've gotten to be buddies. Apex Twin and I have gotten to be buddies. So, yeah, he's, he's taking me to the Grammys. I'm super pumped. I'm gonna be You're at the going to be at the 2024 Grammys to... with Aphex Twin. Wow, this is huge. It's insane, You're yeah. You're going to walk the red carpet with Aphex Twin. I am. He, he loves the jokes I tell about him. We've gotten to be really good friends over the past six months, I would say. Not a lot of people know that, but, yeah, Aphex Twin and I are very dear friends now, so... Pretty pumped about all that. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Fresh off of a multi-million dollar deal with Dude Wipes. How's that going? It's very exciting. My life has changed. I installed an uh, escalator at my house. So things are looking oh, wow. up. I was getting tired of taking the stairs. They asked if I, are you sure not an elevator? And I said, no, I want an escalator. They're saying... They're telling me it's $250,000. I'm saying I don't give a fuck. I'm not taking the stairs. I'm scared of elevators. Install an escalator. So I have an escalator installed at my house, Tony. So I that want to thank you for that. Absolutely incredible. Um, that is amazing. I happen to know for a fact that you uh, live in a one-bedroom apartment. So 
<laughs> that, that, that is one story. And so the fact that you bought a $250,000 escalator is fucking just a frivolous spending of money. It's to get up to my apartment. So oh, it's and it's true. Exciting. It is on the second floor. You got me. Yep. Touche. Yeah, it's for As my apartment. Say. Okay. But yeah, very exciting. I go under the knife tomorrow. I have surgery tomorrow. They have explain the, to us more about what you're doing under. The why, who's even laughing at that? It's very true. It's very. I'm very scared. Yeah, they're cutting off more skin cancer off of my face, so I have to go under the knife tomorrow. They're saying it's a 50-50 shot of surviving the treatment tomorrow. So if this is it, Tony, I've had a wonderful time. I'm excited, Stevo. Uh, Miss Pellucci, Lala Pellucci, it's so nice. You've been here as well. It's probably my last. Uh, I love your stuff, Miss Lala Pellucci, but uh, it's nice y'all can be here, share the stage with me on potentially my last night ever on Kill Tony. Again, it's a 50 50 shot. Wow, I got and tomorrow. that's tomorrow. It's tomorrow at 2 30. 2.30, and there's a 50-50 chance of survival? Correct, that I might not even make it. I have a weird blood type, so it's because of my blood type. If something happens and I lose blood, they don't have any of that blood type here in Austin. So it is going to be the end of the line for me, Tony. What is the blood type that you are? It's like a A. It's like a AC. HIV. HIV. Whoa, HIV Red Band says. What are your thoughts about Red Band? Well, what my thoughts are about Red Band is I texted you something at 1.30 today, you fucking idiot, and you never responded. You always respond to my text messages, Red Band. I was legitimately pissed. Two hours before he wakes up, 1.30 p.m., you have to wait till about 3.45. Maybe that was it. Yeah, he's a lazy fucking piece of shit. So that's probably the reason. And you look as worse as ever tonight. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Diet Coke. Diet Coke. Sure. (laughs) How much whiskey is in that, dude? Your drinking is out of control these days. You have to fucking stop. Wow, I'm sorry. (laughs) What did you text him and ask him? Yeah. Huh? yeah, that's what a great you, question. What did you text him? Yeah, see how that goes. <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Uh, what I te- actually what I texted him. It's kind of I was. You're gonna die. Ooh, this is a good. Uh, uh, Just she, she, yeah. Cameron, stay in your lane. Cameron, <laughs> please stay in your lane. Wait, what does that mean? I don't. You think I'm black? <laughs> what is? What that? is your name, Cameron Lollapalooza? What is your name? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, that's it. William, what are you doing? I don't know. I mean, she's saying so. I'm going under the fucking knife tomorrow, bitch. I don't, I don't need this weird. It doesn't matter. It's none of your concern what I texted oh. Red Band. Whoa. I want to know, William. Yeah, it's none of my kids. It's none of... William, I, I want to know. Stop looking at Adrian Iapalucci like that. Look at me. Look at me. Look up here. William. Yeah. William. Sometimes William misbehaves is he with the guests. Actually, mad. This is, is he no, mad? no. This is a. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's the funniest thing you said all night, bitch. Oh my god, William. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> William, stop it. William, stop. No. He's like a pit bull. He's normally very well behaved, very good. I could die tomorrow, no. bitch. Ah. No. <laughs> I the wrong blood type. This is one of the rare times that I forgot to warn the new guest about William Montgomery. This is, this is normally... It just result in escalator in my apartment, bitch! And it a was 300,000. It wasn't even 250. It was 300,000. 
A little fun fact that I never talk about is I always give every guest the same very quick. It's a 30-second speech. Here's a little behind-the-scenes kill Tony for you people. I give the guests the same speech. Remember, You guys remember back there when I go, there's one thing I'm forgetting. I can't fucking remember what it is. It, it's always, we never interrupt the 60 seconds. If you, if you look at me and you seem like you have something, I'll set you up. Um, I ask the questions. Don't feel like you need to ask the questions. And the one thing I forgot is, William's fucking crazy. <laughs> and I literally forgot that tonight. I'm sorry, Adrian, I take that. No, that's... He's nuts. It's he, totally okay. He's gonna die. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna remember this scene tomorrow as I'm dying. Just everybody laughing at the fucking... What a nightmare I'm in right now. Oh, my God. Come on. You really think your heart's gonna stop They're tomorrow? giving me a 50-50 shot. You think your heart's gonna stop tomorrow? I don't think my heart's ever gonna stop <laughs> William Lights Out Montgomery has done it again. An absolute fucking shooting star. Tour dates available everywhere. The cameo's blowing up. Dude wipes endorsement. Absolute. What's the name of the company? What's the company that makes the basic shit? Uh, uh, Kirkland. Kirkland yeah. signature. <laughs> Kirkland's looking up. And yeah. Adidas. I'm back with Adidas. I'm talking with Nike as well. I'm going to be one of the first people to ever be sponsored by Adidas and Nike at the same time. <laughs> That's true. Adidas, Nike. I'm talking with Reebok too. I mean, I might try to make it three. Wow, Brand, that would so. be crazy if they all agreed to sign you tomorrow while you're dying. That would be amazing, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we hear that's the uh, Grim Reaper has arrived. Grim Reaper, right? <laughs> but yeah, I'll be in Rosemont, Illinois, uh, middle of December, so... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, she said. What did you say? I said, maybe you, you might die. <laughs> there is nothing funnier to end a chaotic fucking interview than, by the way, I'm going uh, <laughs> to be at the Zanies by the Chicago airport. Uh, <laughs> the, Rose, the Rosemont Zanies. Nothing, close to nothing. Close to nothing. <laughs> Oh, well, I'll be there. Yeah, laugh it up. That's where I'm going to be. Trust me, I didn't want to go, but they're making me. What are the, what are the dates that you're at the uh, Rosemont Zanies? I think 16th and 15th, 16th. <laughs> 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 The 15th, 16th, and what? I think it's just sad. Ah! Of what? November? Like, you're not December. even... December. Oh, my God. You know what's so funny about that is they... I used to do that fucking gig, and they would always book me in the fucking middle of December. I mean, it is the absolutely... You have never had a more cold bitter gig than Rosemont Zanies in the middle of December. It is amazing. It's one of those things. And you know what? It's fucking great because it goes to show that you're on some fucking trajectory. You have to... 
Don't clap at that. I don't done... fucking clap at that. What the fuck? My point is, I've done Rosemont Zanies in the middle of December, and you should be hoping for death tomorrow. How loud we'll can this see. place get for the legend, William? Thank Montgomery, you, everybody. The drawing is in from Ryan J. Ebel. While everybody else sat there, he drew tonight's episode. That's Steve-O and Adrian Iapalucci. Check out Steve-O's new special bucket list, the worldwide digital premiere tomorrow, the 14th of November. If you're listening to this on the podcast, it's already out, so check it out right now. Let him see the fucking Kill Tony bump in real action on this beautiful Monday night. And how about one more time for Steve-O, everybody? And... And how about one more time for the Kill Tony panel debut of Adrian Iapolucci, everybody. The Comedy Cellar, December 3rd and 4th, taping a huge special. The Dark Queen of New York, Catcher on the Road with Ari Shafir and Louis C.K. and a lot of your favorite comedians. Thank you to Gel Blaster, Red Rose, Yellow Rose, Austin, Security Guard Service, Connect, Boba Health, NinjaBuses.com, and Hall Law Firm, Sub-70s, Golf Clubs, how about one more hand for the amazing staff here at the Mothership? Mercedes is back. The team is in full effect. How about a hand for local artist Chris Rogers with his drawing of, uh-oh. Wow, that's about to be worth a lot more money tomorrow night. How about one more time for the best damn band in the land? That's Michael Gonzalez on the drums. Paul Deemer on the horns. Dean Madness on bass guitar. Matt Mueling on the electric, John Knees on the keys, and the great return, as always, of royalty, Jetski Jesse Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. Guys, check out my comedy club, the Sunset Strip, here in Austin, Texas. SunsetStripATX.com. We love you guys so much. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Better, that one.